Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. <sighs> sorry, sorry, guys. I'm running a little late. Running a little late today. Some guy was backing into a parking space downstairs, and I've been waiting for the last five minutes to come up to the studio. Oh, that's funny. My goodness. Hey, welcome into Gwen and Chris, everybody. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., and Matt Scraby. Come to think of it, I think that person was Tony Gwynn Jr. Probably was. Yeah, I was backing in unnecessarily. Uh, welcome to the show. we got a full four hours for you on this Wednesday. Should be a good one. Scraby's pumped up. We're going to be uh, heading up to the Bay Area. Dieter Kurtenbach, our guy from uh, San Francisco, fill us in on the 49ers as we uh, begin our uh, Super Bowl look, although uh, still a couple of weeks out from the big Super Bowl game. But uh, we'll find out the latest on San Francisco coming up coming up in this hour. And uh, we also have a sports court a little bit later on today. The sports court's been gaining yeah, it has. in popularity and steam and momentum. And people are now now writing into Scraby with life problems, <laughs> not just sports problems. <laughs> you people out there are in dire need of some help if you think Tony and I can solve whatever it is that ails you. Well, I think it's because you guys are uh you guys are wise and older, you've been no, through wise. some things. Wise. Yes. yes. Wow, yes. I've old never been wise. called that. That's, that's been a called, new one for me. Yes, I've been called old many times. We wise, have to not too often. We have to actually before the Chris vs. defense today, we have to uh institute a new rule after what happened yesterday. What is going to be what the new rule? rule? What happened yesterday? Well, yesterday, the young lady called in, yes. and her boyfriend, uh, according to her, was sitting in the room, and, and, and oh. she was waiting for him to yeah. uh, ferret out a couple of answers. And yeah. let me guess, Scraby, you, you left the show still thinking about this, well, and then got home, yeah, thought about upset. it further. Uh, no, no um, many people... Message many me people, about this. many people yes. message you. There okay. was a there was a lot of controversy about this, and I've created a new rule. <laughs> I really don't understand why everybody is so worried about it. We're going to be playing the game again today because, and you can win the it's game the today. Principle of the thing. What is the principle of the thing that the somebody might have? This the is, game the, is to not use the computer. Well, we understand what that. Her we also understand that there's things in life slightly more important than a round of Chris versus the fans. I don't think so. We love it. Don't 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 get me wrong. I don't think so. If we don't hold but. it to the same standard, then we might as well never do it again. <laughs> so we should just cancel the game, period. If you guys want people to get on the internet and do it that way, you know, we could change the rules, but 
I believe the spirit of the and game. So, well, what so, rules do you yeah, want to put yeah, in? Let's, what, let's, are you, what are you thinking? Right, so we I went to... back and thought or listened to it yesterday because I wanted to see if there was anything I could point to as to, to stealing, except for when she repeated the question like five times so he could type it in. <laughs> but oh, who? The rookie quarterback in the Super Bowl? Um, Undrafted quarterbacks uh, in the Super Bowl. Oh, Jake DeLome. (laughs) No, she didn't say Jake DeLome. Jake Jake Delhomme. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. The new rule is going to be this. What is this? I can't wait. Once Tony gets done asking the question... You have 10 seconds oh, to come answer. On. You're going to actually sit over there and count 10 yes. seconds all, every single time? I will. No, you're not. Yes, I will. I don't see this happening. I see it happening. This is going to be interesting. I don't see this Let's happening. Let's try it out today and see what happens. Let's not try it out today. <laughs> no. Let's just have fun with Chris versus the fans. Let's not make such a you know, to-do out of it. Why? I mean, did look, get, did anybody did it, else out there? did anybody else out there truly know the answer? And was, you know, just like chomping at the bit to get in here and try to win the game? It's not about them getting on to win. It's about they somebody can't winning do who the shouldn't same have thing. won. Wait, yes. so the reasoning she had her boyfriend in, in the room, correct? That's what that's what she said. Yes. That's what she said. It, would yes. that would that not would that be against the rules? Having your boyfriend in there? If it takes no. more than ten seconds to get your boyfriend's knowledge, I guess that it will, will be against us, the rules. That will help us okay. to not so no one can Google. You can't Google that question fast enough, like gotcha. in ten seconds. Gotcha. So we're gonna try it. Today. How do you know? Well, if it's a fast Maybe somebody's or... really good at Googling. How about are you? Are we now gonna institute a how many times we can actually repeat the question? I thought that's already been a thing. Well, I'm, well, we, we repeated the question, question like six times yesterday. She kept saying, "Oh, great point, Tony. I'm glad you brought this I'm, to I'm the." Just, uh, if it takes more than ten court. seconds, we can't be having repeated questions. Then. You get one repeat. That's it. One repeat. So yes. we, there's rule number two. We got yes. one repeat and a 10-second clock. All right. I can't wait for Chris versus the fans <laughs> today. It's going to be like a... It's like the pitch clock. <laughs> Life is not about being on a pitch clock for every single thing that you do. Oh, man. What, did you get some sort of like cut if if this person wins? Because Chris has never been so nonchalant about a cheater on this game ever. Well, so you're just, like you're, again, you're calling though. her a cheater, and we, don't, and, uh, know we don't know this for sure. Do Go we, ahead. Don't we? No, we don't. <laughs> don't we? We probably do. But all right, it's okay. To me, if you want to win Chris versus the fans, that – I mean, we have people – look, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this, Gray, because you cry about it all the time. I don't know about crying. Do okay. we have people who – who try to call in a little bit ahead of time oh, and yeah. get themselves in line yeah. every single day, even though you tell people they can only play once a week. Do we have people to do that? Yes, and that's and why. And do you? They don't get chosen. Flip out every single time. In in the break, yes. <laughs> I mean, some people take yes. Chris versus the fans. You know, it's the it's the highlight of their day. Yeah, man, you can't have. They it can't both wait ways. to play at four o'clock. And I mean, if we have one person who maybe cheated in the last six months, I don't necessarily think that's reason for yeah. making a change. You don't need a pitch clock all of a sudden. This and... isn't like Dylan the villain taking some guy's head off and trying to injure them every oh, single game. And we need to like start refereeing against that. Okay. Most people play it a good-natured game. We have a lot of fun with He's it. He's right about that. He's got me there, but... 
Yesterday, it just seems like a lot to do for one contestant that it's not one may have slipped through the cracks. I think we've been kind of a little too lax oh, in the past about the <laughs> length Sheriff of time. Scraby, if you don't knock it off, man. Knock it off! Mike on the Scraby. chat says, typical coming from someone against backing into a parking spot. <laughs> exactly. That's right, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm adamantly against it. Now this guy wants to be uh, police the game now. You tell him, <laughs> yeah. Michael. You tell him, Michael. All right, well, we'll all tune in at 4 o'clock today to see what happens in today's version of Chris versus the fans. Uh, we did tune in last night to see what would happen with the Aztecs in a key game at Colorado State. Tony, if I've seen it once, I've seen it a thousand times. A team falls behind by 10 to 15 points early in a basketball game. Yep, They're behind by 10 pretty much the whole game. They break their neck to get back in the game. And then with about five or six minutes to go, they actually take the lead. And then they completely run out of gas. Yeah, and, and that is exactly exactly what I thought uh, saw happen last night. And that's the danger uh, of playing your, from behind. Of playing from behind, especially yeah. in the Mountain West, where you're and in likely, altitude. You're likely going to, especially on the road, you're likely going to be playing in altitude. So yep. when you're weighing in the amount of energy that it's going to it's going to take to get back in that game and perhaps take the lead as they did. Yeah. You then going to have to have that much more energy to sustain yeah. it, and when you're doing that, and we talk about this this conference a lot, when you're doing that in high altitude, it becomes even more difficult. Yeah, they didn't, I, they didn't, they didn't play well early. No, they fell behind, and as you said, they had to they had to hit the gas a little bit earlier, and they ran out of gas. Yeah, I wish they would have come back and taken the lead with about a minute left. Right, then they could have seen the finish line, but it's almost like they took the lead too early. Colorado State called that timeout. They regrouped a little bit. Lamont Butler honestly slumped into the arms of Darian Trammell as he went off the floor. Yeah. He looked like Michael Jordan at the end of the flu game. He was gassed. And he was completely done. They had to sit him out for two minutes. By the time he came back in, Colorado State had gone on a 9-0 run, and it was ball game. Yeah. Colorado State wins. The Aztecs lose another opportunity to get that nice win they need on the road. A couple of more things. I am never critical of Brian Dutcher. I think he's the greatest coach we could ever have. But I disagreed with him last night on his selection of players that he had in the game over the final 10 minutes. Now, I don't know all of the details. Maybe Jay Powell wasn't feeling well. Maybe he showed up late to practice. I don't know what it was, but Jay Powell's got to play more than eight minutes to me. If yeah. you're going to win a game on the road, he is, he's your Agwek a rope of this season. He's got to be in there. He makes all the right plays at the ends of games. I didn't see him at all down he the stretch. He was missing down the stretch. So I, and again, we don't know. Maybe he did, like I said, maybe he wasn't feeling well. Maybe he couldn't get his air, whatever. But I disagreed with that. I also would have had Miles Bird playing a lot more in the second half than I would have had Micah Parrish. Parrish is the better player. He's the starter. He's the guy. But last night, Bird was the guy, and Parrish was having an off game. Parrish, as a matter of fact, Tony, and this isn't to pick on him, it's just a statistic, he was a minus 32 yeah. when he was out on the floor. He just didn't have a good game last night. Miles Bird came off the bench in the first half, gave them a big lift. He was he was nice. He was playing yeah. really well. So to me, Brian Dutcher aired 
in terms of who he had on the floor. I would have had Burden. I would have had Palin. I would have had less of Parrish and less of Saunders. Um, but, you know, again, I don't have the same insight that the coaching staff has as to how everybody's feeling and what they're trying to actually accomplish out there on the floor. And it's really about, so. it's really about you know, maybe flipping them. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, Miles Bird played more minutes than, he than did. Micah Parrish did. Yeah. But in those, in that, maybe in that, that, stretch. Cut of, that stretch of time there. Yeah, Parrish was in, and he just was having a tough night. Uh, anyway, look, it, it's uh, here's the thing. There are four other teams in this conference that are slated to be in the NCAA tournament besides the Aztecs. Those four teams are Colorado State, Utah State, New Mexico, and Boise State. The Aztecs have yet to play a single one of those teams at home. And they've played three of them on the road. And they lost all. Yeah. To New Mexico, they lost to Boise, they lost to Colorado State. They'll have to hold so serve. So they're going to have to come back here, and really the pressure is going to be on the Aztecs to hold serve when they get these four teams at home. That's it. You look, so. I just went back. I'm looking at Jay Powell's line. The only thing I can think of is, in, in, in it, to me, in eight minutes of work for him, this is unusual. No shot attempts, no rebounds no. in that eight minutes. And yeah, he and was almost not seconds. there last. So night. maybe that's what he saw in that first eight minutes. That was like, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, what? absolutely, yeah. I'm not going to be look Brian's team, and he knows these guys are way better than I do. Yeah, but I just like Jay Powell at the end of a close game. And look, that guy Clifford for Colorado State. He looked like an All-American last night. My goodness. 20 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 steals. After seeing, he was everywhere. After seeing his size, you understand why he's a good re- he got some broad shoulders. Yeah. Man. Long he played arms great. Too. And you knew Stevens was going to play great. And, you know, Colorado State, they were in a desperate spot. They were already, yeah, they had to win. They had to win last night. They did win. Disappointing for the Aztecs. All right. Uh, Hold up. Yeah. I did have a beef with... Colorado State. Okay. <laughs> Why did that feel like I was watching Boise State? Why did they wear those stupid uniforms? You are a green and gold team. <laughs> you don't get to wear blue and red and whatever they wore. I, I agree with I that 100%. Boise State with Colorado State across the, uh, the You know chest. who was really, really upset about this? <laughs> The person in my household who went to Colorado State, <laughs> she was like, "What are they doing? I was, I was. Those aren't even our school colors. They don't. They look terrible out there." Do we know what that was about? Like that? We do specific color. That was their the Colorado flag is that color blue ah, and red okay, with some yeah. gold in it. I've seen so it. they were making it. It was a tip of the cap to the state of Colorado. Okay. But right. I still didn't like it. I wasn't a fan, and, but Nor that makes was I. that makes sense though. That makes Nor sense. Was I. What about when? Um, what do you guys think of Brian Dutcher throwing things around? I, was, I've never he was seen hot. him that. He was hot last Everything night, and we went to seventeen to four. That's not a surprise from yeah, no. Brian Dutcher. They got out of the gate really, really poorly, and they turned that, the ball over but, eight times in the first ten or eleven minutes. I mean, looking back on it. That's why he's pissed off, right? And he, maybe that's why they got, to, got get, back in the game, you too. Get, you get that far behind, you know that there could be consequences. He knows the consequences the later. Very good, Tony. Yeah. But you're right. It was unlike Brian Dutcher to react like that. He also had a few things for the officials before he threw <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Uh, clipboard down. And, you know, look, this is what you've got to expect in the Mountain West. Colorado State shot 22 free throws. The Aztecs shot seven. So that's certainly a factor as well. 
All right. Uh, the Aztecs will be home Saturday, but they're going to really have their work cut out for them because Utah State's playing great, and they're coming in here on Saturday afternoon, and the pressure is now squarely on the Aztecs, as Tony said. They've got to hold serve at home the rest of the way because they have not been able to break through on the road. Uh, do I hear anybody out there in line for World Series tickets? The Padres have made a signing. We will discuss that and what it all means. We'll get the show rolling with Tony Gwynn Jr. and Matt Scraby. Chris Sello here. Gwynn and Chris on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. There's a new pitcher in town. Wandy Peralta. I yep. should have kept pitching. That's the name. Left-handed relievers. Four years, sixteen and a half million dollars. Yeah. Four and a half million a year. Four million a year. Yeah, not, nice. Not one, not two, but three opt outs. Do you find that strange? Uh unique is, unique. is, okay. is the That's word I would word. use. Yes. What is it? what are the opt outs? What does that mean? After I'm assuming after oh, year at, one, after each year he, he can, can he opt can out, get if he, out. If he has a, a, an unbelievable year as a reliever, he can opt out and go well, back let's to hope he, Let's hope he has that option. Yeah, no, that's absolutely. Let's hope. 19 and 18 career, 3.88 ERA. He's got 13 saves, so he's probably not going to be closing a game. Although he did get four. He pitched against the Padres saves last year. for the Yankees last year. Uh, career whip is 1.3, not exactly eye-popping. Uh, seven strikeouts per nine innings, not necessarily eye-popping. But another arm for the bullpen. Well, he's coming off his best year. Yeah, uh, four probably two, so. Two eight three ERA last year. His whip was about 1-2 Yeah, last it was a little year. better last year. Um, he's, a, he's a crafty guy. Um, crafty left-handers. Cr- crafty. I remember Greg Maddox was the only crafty right-hander. Nobody ever refers to right-handers as crafty is why I brought no, that up. No, you got some righty, right-handed crafters. Who else? Besides Maddox, 
Never heard of a, but every Kyle lefty, Andrews. every lefty that comes in out of the bullpen, oh, he's a crafty left-hander. What does that even mean? Exactly, he can't blow up. He can't run it by. He doesn't he's just crap past he can, you. He can. He can oh, he can okay. So work he's the like edges a, a little. Randy bit. Jones okay. was crafty. You. Yes, Randy was. Is he a, is crafty too. the same as a junk pitcher? Uh, no, it just doesn't no. throw hard. Okay, it's just, it's well, basically a put down. Wasn't judging you. It's basically a put down. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not a put down. Here comes Wandy Peralta. He's crafty, Jesse. If crafty gets out, yeah, get yeah, out. That's, that's all. That's, that's, that's all the name that of the matters. game. That's the name but, yeah, of the game. Wandy Peralta joins the uh, bullpen. Uh, also, some word that uh, maybe a, a Tommy Pham reunion. At least it sounds like it on his end that he he wouldn't mind coming back. He's ready to sign himself <laughs> to told, play for the Padres. Apparently, Fab told our very own Annie Halbrum that uh, that he's still. He told her personally that he was interested in the Padres, and that the Padres were interested in him at the trade deadline last year, among some other teams. Obviously, he ended up going to the Diamondbacks, and that turned into a pretty good move for them. But he maintains he maintains a good relationship with with AJ too. So. Um, and with the fan and, and base. A, 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 loves the fan base, he said. <laughs> According to Annie, said he loves the I, fan base. Did he say Did I, he say that I, part? I don't know. Did, I thought I heard that. Oh, I don't know. I think... I didn't see that part. Uh, we're not going to run with that second part. We're going to run <laughs> we'll with that for part, now. Though. Yes. All right. Uh, either I, I would like Tommy Pham. If, if, as long as Tommy Pham has the kind of season that he's had every, every year. other year in his career, but the one here. I mean I it, that he, you know, we can't have that one again. But every other season, he has been legit productive, and and I, you and I both said so when he got here that it was a great signing. And then we had to try to defend ourselves for an entire year, and then he left here and he's gone out and been productive again. Yeah, no, I mean he he had a bad year here, but he's been productive everywhere else. The Padres certainly could use an outfielder, and, and quite frankly. You can use somebody like that in, in on your roster. I mean, Tommy is known uh, for not really being one to take any anything from anybody, and so you know, having a what they call it in today's game, they call it a dog. Having somebody like that in your locker room, I think, could go a long way. Just don't get into a fancy football league with him. Well, you know, he, he, <laughs> he's he, competitive. As the young people say, he, as are you, he, he stands on business. So <laughs> if, stands on if, business. So if, if, you got, if he tells you something, believe him. Okay, okay, I will. <laughs> I, I definitely will, Tony. Uh, here's the common question I'm seeing out there from fans, and it's not like they're upset about the Wandy Peralta signing. It's more of are we going towards a, a raise type of approach to pitching where you're Why? Why openers? Because the bullpen has been taken care of. The bullpen is strong. But the rotation, it leaves more to the imagination. So well, Guess what? And there's you, more time? You're gonna have, No. You're going to have to use your imagination a little bit. It, last year, right, you knew you could pencil in your five starters. Uh, and really there was a question of which of the five it would be. Right? You had Weathers in the mix. Obviously, Waka signed. You had uh, Lugo signed. You knew Darvish was there. You knew Joe was there. Um, the young kid, the lefty that they had that came, um, he he was at he was in a uh, a, deal, a fight for that last rotational spot. This year it's different. You just don't know the names as well, right? They're not as rec- you don't recognize them as. Right. As you did last year. If Vasquez and uh, Brito and Drew Thorpe 
turn into something. Right. The Padres have more than enough starting pitching. And they're going to give those guys a chance to do just that, start. So, so I, they, it's not like they're going into spring training come February, well, was it? 11th. 11th. Pretty soon. Catchers. It, yeah. it, it's not like they're going in there with literally three guys in the rotation. like, And there's nobody else to fill those spots. So. All right. I would tell the chat to stand down. It wasn't the chat. It was X this morning. It's just uh, I think I'm personally not good with the unknown. So that's why I can't envision it right now. Well, and it's one of the reasons why people don't think the Padres are going to be all that good this year because there's some unknown. But what I'm trying to say, and I think Tony's been saying, is that what you do know is pretty good. And I think a lot of people have just forgotten about all of that. I agree with that. I agree with that. On the Scraping Show last night, I said – go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say, and every single player, really right on down the line, as we've pointed out and documented many times, is coming off of a a season that wasn't normally up to their standards. You've got to assume that these guys are going to play more like they're capable, just on merit alone. I think no. – um, no, go ahead. Uh, just basically what Chris said. I mean, when these guys – when we finally see them pitch and when we finally see them contribute to the team, it will make things feel better because right. it's and just the unknown, as I said. Again, these are, these are going to be – in terms of starting rotation, being in a rotation, these are going to be relatively young guys, including Michael King, um, who I think everybody's excited to see on the, in the rotation and on the mound – but, you know, naturally, there's usually some type of, you know, ups and downs through that process. So these guys are clearly talented. Padres like them a lot. Um, I think they're in a better spot than, than many people. That doesn't mean they don't need to add to their team because I, I think it's pretty obvious they do. But I think they're in a better spot than, than people are, are giving them credit for. I mean, point. Jesse Agler said he expects them to win more games this year, year. And I agree. Yeah. I mean, 82 to me isn't that high of a bar to get to. 84 got in the playoffs last year. Won the, uh, got, to the got to the World Series. And guess right. who batted third for that team? Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham. I mean, it's not like he was just an also part of that squad. They yeah. put him right in the middle of everything, and He's, he delivered. He was a big, he was probably one of the best acquisitions he might at have the been. break, at the deadline last year. So. Padres could do a lot worse than bringing Tommy Pham in, although I think it would elicit some groans I'm sure it around the county. Let's uh, get to break. When we come back, Dieter Kirkenbot joins us. We'll talk in 49ers. Maybe a little bit of worries as that dynasty tends to seems to be coming apart. More going to Chris on the way. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, Medela. Is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, 
handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Thirty-seven is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Mr. Scraby, who is, uh, well, after his diet, you're a couple of pounds heavier today, I noticed. I am? You are. You're wearing the championship belt. Ah, you won the fantabulous uh, game show yesterday right. in exciting fashion. I, I was I, like, man, Chris, that's kind of cold. I know. Man, even for, even so for me, that's cold, right? <laughs> yeah, Scrape. Belt's looking good on you today. I had uh, I had a lot I, of people. A lot of people come up and say, boy, that was that was a thriller. A thriller. A thriller of a fantabulous game show that you pulled out on the uh, football helmet fashion. I beat myself, though. Tony's upset. Tony, I mean, he, he, I beat myself. Mike. Every time you see a Jets helmet now, you're going to be mad at yourself <laughs> for guessing that they had a stripe. That was the first one. The yeah. turn for me was making Tony go first because I he missed the you, first one. You know what? That doesn't end up being why. I guess it is why it ended up. Maybe being so. Like it might you were playing catch you. up from literally the beginning. Well, which you with can't me expect him easy. to miss the first question, but he no. did. Anyway, we had some fun with the fantabulous sports game show. I'm sure Tony will get the belt back. Next week. I'm feeling a run. Oh, <laughs> are you? I'm feeling, feeling a run. run, huh? Yes, I am. That's good. I like your confidence. Funny, feeling funny I'm like not feeling that. <laughs> You're not. Not feeling that. I no. like your confidence, young man. I told you I told you yesterday that that was a category I felt you could win. You did. And you took advantage of that. Uh, all right, Padres Helmets get... with a stripe. You would win that category. Yeah, pa- yeah, it is a weird category for me to win, but I did it. That's right up your alley. Uh, Padres signed Wandy Peralta. Big Padre news of the day. Don't know that it's... I mean, look, it is big news because there hasn't been any news for quite some time. So uh, we're happy about that. Aztecs fall short at Colorado State last night. And um, we got Dieter Kurtenbach joining us here shortly from the Bay Area News Group. Talk a little bang, bang, Niner gang as they are uh, still bang, bang, Niner gang. still two-point favorites over the, uh, 
the chefs hasn't moved huh? in stayed the Super there, Bowl. Huh? Stayed there today, and uh, so that tells me that the betting is coming in equally on both sides, starting to even out a little bit, evening out. But I, you know, in my research, because I like to read those expert picks, not because I care about what the experts say, but I like to see who's leaning one way or the other. And I'd say about 80% of, quote, experts are picking the Chiefs to win the game. Yeah, It doesn't mean they will. doesn't mean they should. just seems to be the uh, the general feeling out there. I doubt that is the way it is up in San Francisco, where our good friend Dieter Kurtenbach joins us here on Gwen and Chris. Dieter, how are you today? I'm good. How about you guys? We're well, great. Dieter. Thanks for this. Do the, does the general 49er fan, and I mean hardcore 49er fan, does the general hardcore 49er fan realize how much distaste there is around the country for 49er fans? Um, probably. I mean, I it's, not as, it's not as if they're curtailing their, uh, curtailing their behavior at all. No. Um, is, is, is it a matter of... Uh, disliking 49ers fans because they are quite brash, or is it a matter of the 49ers being consistently successful? I think over the it last has to do years? with. I think brash was a very kind way to put it. <laughs> uh, yes. I think I think that's fair. Um, the, yeah, listen, I, I I deal with the Golden State Warriors on a daily basis too. I, I'm getting pretty used to the whole entitled fan base thing, so I might not be the right guy. <laughs> very good, good answer. Uh, very good. I, I, I guess I should ask. Dieter, you know, there's a lot of talk outside uh, of of Santa Clara slash San Francisco about Brock Purdy yeah. and who he is as a quarterback. But yeah. what does the city feel about Brock Purdy? Because he does come. I mean, the quarterbacks that came before him, especially early on, are are amongst the greats. I mean, where are they talking about Brock Purdy right now, and how are they talking about him in San Francisco? Well, we're, we're talking about Brock Purdy, I think, in a, in a actually fairly reasonable way. Okay. Um, I don't think anyone's anointing him the second coming of Joe Montana, though I, I don't think it's ridiculous to say that there are some Joe Montana vibes, kind of yeah. good at everything, great at nothing. Uh, the intangibles that, that made Joe great seem to be present in Brock as well, but ultimately it comes down to winning Super Bowls. This is the benefit of dealing with an entitled fan base. They know what's good and what isn't, so they don't freak out over Minutia, and they definitely don't freak out over something that's um, positive but not yet legendary. And what Brock Purdy has done in this postseason has been wildly impressive. And I, I long ago tuned out the sort of national media stuff as it pertains to Brock Purdy because it became very evident to me. And I, I want to be clear about this. There's plenty to criticize Jack, Brock Purdy over. He was awful in the first half against the Lions. He was even worse in the first three quarters against the Green Bay Packers. He's not a perfect quarterback. He's six foot nothing. Uh, he's got small hands. He's a bad, bad weather quarterback. There's stuff you can get on Brock Purdy about all day, and I'll be the first to do it. But uh, it, it's clear that people nationally just haven't watched the guy play football. I've watched every one of this guy's snaps as a professional, preseason or regular season or postseason game five times, right? That's just part of the job. And this guy's got it. This guy can rip throws all over the field. He's in complete command of the offense. He is what so few quarterbacks in the NFL, and I watch every game. Uh, mind you, the condensed version on NFL Plus, but every game. Uh, he is uh, what so few quarterbacks in the NFL actually are, which is the offensive coordinator on the field. 
and the ability to make plays with his feet and make plays with his arm while he's not Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen is wildly impressive. And it became pretty clear to me somewhere through the midpoint of the season, once the Niners kind of got this thing back on track after their midseason three-game losing streak, that nobody who was talking about Brock Purdy nationally had ever watched the dude play football. Like I just, I, I, it, it was truly baffling listening to people talk about him because, again, there's plenty to get on him about. He ain't perfect. There's a reason he was a seventh-round draft pick, but there's not that many good reasons. And I think that the, the baseline is that people held on to the belief that NFL scouts know what they're doing. And this is how I really know that these people don't know what they're talking about. Because if you ever talk to NFL scouts, it is evidently clear within five minutes, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Here. <laughs> no. So um, it's like, everyone's just guessing. If this was a science, Jamarcus Russell wouldn't have been taken one overall, or he would have been a superstar. You know, like think about all the bad quarterbacks the Chicago Bears have had. Think about all the bad quarterbacks the Cleveland Browns have had. If this was an exact science, you think Joe Flacco's taking a commercial flight to Cleveland midway through the season <laughs> to save their season? Uh, if this was an exact science, do you think that Jimmy Garoppolo would have a Super Bowl or would he be languishing in, in football purgatory with the Raiders right now? Like none, no one knows what the hell they're doing. There is a mysticism to all of this. And Brock Purdy is one of the few quarterbacks I have seen in my time covering the NFL that has the ability to sort of cut through it. And it's very reminiscent of a guy that those entitled 49ers fans hated. I mean, for years and for damn good reason, there's a lot of Russ Wilson in this guy. And, uh, my God, I can't think of a higher compliment to give a quarterback because for a decade, Russ Wilson was a thorn, and that's the nice way of putting it, in the side of the San Francisco 49ers. He was the most fun quarterback in the NFL to watch, in my estimation, until that Patrick Mahomes guy really got things going in Kansas City and uh, and, and won a Super Bowl and should have handed it off at the one-yard line to win a second. So uh, this is the exact formula the 49ers were going for. They have a crazy cheap quarterback who – gets underrated, underrated, underrated until, well, he becomes Mr. Unlimited or something. It gets really corny and weird. But um, they, they were able to build the best team that they could possibly build around him. They have the most cap space in the NFL still, and they spent money on every position uh, because this guy's making less than a million dollars. I mean, he, he was paid less than all four of the commentators for Fox in the NFC Championship game per year. So that just tells you where he fits in the salary cap space. And this is the exact same thing that the Legion of Boom Seahawks did. They had a cheap quarterback. They built an incredible team around him. They had Percy Harvins halfway through all this stuff. And, and they go out and they win a Super Bowl and go to another one. 49ers followed the exact same plan. And, uh, well, they're, they're on the cusp of one, and we'll see what happens next year. The one thing I think you're definitely right about, Bach Purdy, is that all of the pundits who – thought he was a seven round draft pick have to try to defend themselves mm. now and say, Oh no, we were right. Yeah. You know, it, all along. And they're just, you're right. Dina, they're not anchoring. right. It's you know, institutional football anchoring. You don't have to, we don't have to come out here and pretend that he's Mahomes who, by the way, Patrick Mahomes, when it's all said and done, will be known as the greatest quarterback who ever lived. He's, he's unbelievable. And he's been unbelievable since the first day he showed up as the starter in Kansas City. Hell, he was unbelievable in the week 16 or 17 game against the Cincinnati Bengals his rookie year. He is the absolute truth. And by the way, maybe this makes my life a little bit easier. Maybe this is where I'm anchored. I, I grew up a Kansas City Chiefs fan. That's where my family's from, Kansas City Chiefs starter jacket chiefs lunchbox like the kansas city i was all about the kansas city chiefs 
when I was growing up. Now, I, I, I got off that narcotic when they lost to the Tennessee Titans in the playoffs with Alex Smith a long time ago. And I said, I can't emotionally outsource anything to this damn football team. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, it hasn't been an issue for me as a professional covering, covering these, uh, the, the NFL. But like uh, the, the idea that, that Patrick Mahomes uh, isn't the best quarterback of all time is insane. But I remember when Patrick Mahomes got drafted, I thought he was going to be an absolute bust. He's an air raid quarterback coming out of Texas Tech. The best air raid quarterback in the history of the NFL to that point was a guy named David Fales, who went to San Jose State. Like air raid quarterback, was like they were over 53, I think I did in, in, in some charting. And so I'm thinking Mahomes is going to be a bust. Well, I couldn't have been more wrong about anything in my entire life. He's the opposite of a bust. He's the goat when it's all said and done. So the fact is, we can be wrong about this. No one knows what the hell they're talking about. Right. And just because Brock Purdy was a seventh-round quarterback doesn't mean that he can't go and win a Super Bowl. He's got flaws. He's not going to be uh, Josh Allen. But by the way, Josh Allen's got flaws, too. And by the way, Josh Allen sucked his rookie year. Like, if anyone knows what the hell they're doing, if anyone's got this down as an exact science, uh, step on up because you'll make $100 million a year as an NFL head coach. They'll pay you anything if you got the answers in this game. The ball isn't even round. How can anyone expect to know what's going to happen on the field? A little early scouting report, the uh, Niners defense versus Patrick Mahomes, Dieter. Um, I'm yeah. looking at the last time Mahomes faced the Niners. He threw for 423. It was a regular season <laughs> yeah. win in San Francisco. He also obviously beat them in the Super Bowl game. But he's playing, he is who he is, and the 49er defense has kind of been on and off in terms of being who they normally are. Uh, What are they going to have to do well here? How are they going to pull this off to try to keep him contained somewhat? I mean, you don't. You just, you pray. You cross your fingers. Uh, It's actually, you know, watching watching back all these playoff games, watching Kansas City, um, which I I normally do because you can only take out so much of uh, your childhood every Sunday, but uh, I, I think I have a pretty good read on him. If I'm if I'm defaulting to anything, it's watching the Chiefs mainly because I love football and it's Patrick Mahomes. But uh, this is not. It's it's hilarious to me. Again, I, I try to stay away from these national narratives and all this stuff because it just it, it clouds my brain with nonsense. But it, it is funny now seeing everybody pretend is. I think there's a headline on. C, I'm looking at it right now. CBSSports.com. How the Chiefs built another super team. What the hell are we talking about? Before the playoffs started, we thought this was the worst Kansas City's had under Andy Reid, that it was some sort of a joke and that Patrick Mahomes' time was about to come to an end as the the golden child of the league. And somehow three weeks later, and like a hundred screen passes later, they're a super team. I think they're really good. I think their defense is better than their offense. Now their offense has Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, so they're going to get theirs. But I don't think schematically – Having watched what Green Bay and Detroit forced the 49ers to do defensively, I don't think schematically the Niners have to do anything that complicated. There is a level of hope and pray because Mahomes can just go thermonuclear in a way no one else can. But I think they just, if they have the pass rush, and that has been an if this season, but they still have Nick Bosa and they still have Javon Hargrave, who can be really, really good. And this guy, Chase Young, is on the end. If he wants to show up at any point since he arrived in San Francisco, that would be a nice start for him. A good opportunity for him to make a ton of money coming up in two Sundays. But um, if they rush for and drop seven, I think they have a real shot because Rasheed Rice is really good. Travis Kelsey is as good as it's ever been as a receiving tight end in the NFL, the modern-day Kellen Winslow. But they don't have dudes who can separate. 
They don't have guys who are going to make the big play unless the big play is just handed to them on a platter. And then even so, they might not take it. And that was the story of the Chiefs all season. They've gotten better at it, but they're still not good at it. I don't think the Niners have to do anything interesting schematically, but they do have to get home with four, and that is going to be an if. Dieter, I can, we could go on and on about the 49ers and, and this Super Bowl because I, I think it's going to be a terrific game. Two, two really good teams uh, that match up well. But I, I want to flip to baseball since we are right around the corner um, from spring training. Now, mm-hmm. we, we talked about this a little bit last year. I mean, it has been tough sledding for the Giants when it comes to free agency. They just have gone yep. after the big fish and seemingly swung and missed. This year, yep. they come away with something, at least. How are the folks in San Francisco feeling about the free agency? How are the Giants feeling about their free agency uh, this season? Giants feel fine about it. Um, now, maybe they're just putting on a brave face so that they, they don't. Uh, because they, you know, they would, they would openly admit, you know, that you nailed it. They, they go for the big fish and they continuously came up empty. Uh, I don't know if this, this guy from Korea, uh, Jew Park uh, is going to be any good. All of the, um, the projection systems say that he's just going to be sort of a slap hitting leadoff guy. Uh, I guess that's a nice thing to have. I don't know. I, <laughs> here's, here's, here's what I know about baseball. Uh, one free agency is more often than not a fool's, a fool's game. Yeah. Uh, I think folks down there in San Diego might be able to attest to that. Um, and then, and then beyond that, uh, you're going to need some home runs to win when the giants won 107 games, which didn't happen that long ago. It happened in this decade. Uh, they led the national league in home runs. They were like 18th in baseball last year, and they're going to get worse this year. And I, I know it's overly simplistic, and I love baseball. I, I, I love it. I love the game. I love its intricacies. I love uh, just how uh, strange it is. But, I mean, you got to hit home runs to win. I mean, not just, not just to win. Like, you don't stand a chance if you don't hit home runs. I, I don't understand – how anyone couldn't look at this correlation with all the stats we have in baseball today and not see that it is a direct line on top of another line wins and home runs. Like it is pretty straightforward. And the giants went out and got a slap hitting center fielder. Like it's not great. And uh, uh, I, listen, I will not write off the giants because baseball is weird and strange and interesting. And because they were probably an 81 win team, before they went into the off season and they're probably an 81 win team afterwards. And you give them a margin of error of six or seven in either direction. And that might even get them into the playoffs and who the hell knows once they get in there. I I just think that they need to have a fundamental restructuring thought wise of how they go about their business, because all they've done is promise that they're going to get that big, big fish free agent at some point, And they have failed again and again and again, oftentimes to their benefit, because if John Carlos Stanton came, that would not be looking so great right now. Yeah. But um, it's, it, 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 they have to build from within. And if you want to get on the Giants front office about anything, it's that they haven't built enough in order to sort of augment a roster that was bare bones when they showed, when, when Farhan Zaidi, the president of baseball operations showed up, uh, he, he inherited nothing. It's the worst job in baseball. I, I called it that at the time. He had a bad farm system and an aging roster that was getting worse. So you had to rebuild from everywhere, and he just hasn't built enough. He doesn't have the young guys coming through the pipeline to even trade for a big-time bat, if that's what you're looking for. And you don't have the young guys coming through the system to play 
and take up those at-bats that you need to fill with free agents. And so uh, they need to just buy all the way in on themselves. They need to create their own happiness through prospects. And if that means trading away some guys that you, you, you like and have some value, that, that's fine. I, I don't really care. But uh, the other thing, too, is you play it. You play at Oracle Park, Pac Bell Park, SBC, but whatever the hell you want to call it. You play in San Francisco, California in the summer. You guys down at Petco know that it's not easy to hit the ball out at night. You're playing night games in the summer in California. You're playing it right on the San Francisco Bay. I got a wild idea. You got the best ballpark for pitchers in baseball. Mm. Go get some pitchers. Yeah. Go go out there and overpay some pitch. If you want to pay anybody, overpay some pitchers. And if you're only going to score three runs a game, you better only give up two. And frankly, it seems like a market market advantage these days with all the pitchers going left, right. Load up. And somehow the Dodgers have done it and, and some other teams, but like it, it just it, it doesn't seem like they know their direction. They're trying to be something that they can never be. And uh, they're just good enough to stay mediocre forever. It's all very depressing, and uh, we'll see what happens <laughs> comes from training. Well, Padre fans, certainly hope you're right about the Giants. But uh, in the meantime, say hi to Bob Melvin for us, and uh, thanks we for all Bob. your great time. Uh, as <laughs> always, great stuff, Dieter. We'll love, love catching up with you. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Thanks, Dieter. Sounds good. Come save me in Las Vegas. <laughs> Will do. Enjoy. Will do. Scrabe, you'll be there. He's going to be looking for a ticket. So isn't that isn't that, isn't that funny though about the Giants? I know we got to get the break because we're a little bit late, but that is how they won their World Series is with dominant pitching. They never had great offenses. Never. Ballpark's not designed for a, a prolific offense. I don't think. Uh, no. Slot it's hard to hit it out there. He said that. Slot hitting <laughs> center fielder. What'd they pay that guy? A lot. A ton. All right, how much did we make yesterday in the Daily Gambit? We'll find out when Not hour number much. two kicks off with Gwen and Chris next. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. 
And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.